Okay, hello, this is Martha DeGrasse here for the Wi-Fi Alliance, and this is The Signal, our podcast where we give you the inside track on Wi-Fi. These are meant to be smart conversations with industry leaders. We want to deliver a new perspective on the growing portfolio of Wi-Fi technologies that we see changing the connectivity landscape. In this episode, we'll be talking about how Wi-Fi is integral to the network edge. And joining us to talk about that is Matt Kowalski. He is Senior Manager of Business Operations in the Office of the CTO at Zebra Technologies. Matt, welcome to The Signal. Martha, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to meet you, and thank you again for the opportunity. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, I think you're, you're coming to us from Long Island, right? Oh, yes. Lovely Long Island. It's actually quite balmy here. It's almost 50 degrees. Oh, is that right? Very unusual for February, yes. Yeah, I was going to say. I hope you get that weather all the way through Valentine's. All right. I think that before we get started, since there are so many definitions floating around of the network edge, we should start off by understanding Zebra's definition. Mm -hmm. Our definition of the edge is really quite simple. It's really where things happen. You may remember other nomenclature that's been used, moments that matter, things of that nature. The edge is where something happens. And we operate, obviously, in a number of key verticals, retail, transportation, logistics, manufacturing, warehousing. Where that edge happens in healthcare, it could be when a patient is being cared for. In manufacturing, it's where that point of where something is being put together. In uh, transportation logistics, it could be when that package is delivered. So those are really the edge moments and how Wi-Fi and different types of technologies intertwine to make that edge moment happen and take place. That's how we define the edge. Okay, perfect. So let's talk a little bit about the role of Wi-Fi there. The role of Wi-Fi is, as you mentioned earlier, it's integral. It really is. It's very interesting because the number of times that the connectivity has to happen seamlessly and flawlessly, it just goes without saying. One of the couple of things that I wanted to bring up around with this conversation is we are all consumers, all of us, and especially during the pandemic, this has certainly been the case where we're receiving packages every day. There's a metric I saw the other day where, and this is quite stunning, 4,000 packages are being delivered every second on this planet. That is astonishing. Now, also within five years, that's going to double. That is going to double. So it's going to be 8,000 packages a second. So Wi-Fi and connectivity and making sure that those packages get delivered correctly is really going to be, it just goes without saying that it is the most crucial component of making that happen. I do not foresee anyone, especially even on this call or any of your listeners, are going to stop having packages delivered. We've gotten used to that over the pandemic, and that is something that's certainly going to continue. So Wi-Fi is that important component. Just a really quick anecdote. A gentleman delivered a package to my door the other day, and he was holding one of our devices. And of course, I just couldn't help myself. I was like, hey, is, is that a Zebra device? You know, I work for Zebra. He goes, yeah, you know. The only thing is, he goes, I use this device, and you know, the Wi-Fi doesn't work as well as it could all the time. He goes, I worked in a healthcare environment, and the Wi-Fi worked great. Why is that? And I said, well... You're in different areas, right? You're working outside, you're traveling outside in a delivery truck, whereas in a healthcare facility where you might have worked before, right, that Wi-Fi is going to be a little stronger. So where Wi-Fi 6 and more enhancements to Wi-Fi is going to be critical, 
not only for this gentleman who's delivering packages, but almost any business, any enterprise business that's really out there. It's absolutely essential. And 6E is going to open the door for more outdoor deployments, right? That would be essential. Absolutely, without question. Not only for certain delivery trucks, but anything that you can imagine that's going to be outside the four walls, it's going to be critical. Okay, but even before that package gets in that truck, it has to go through a lot of logistics wherever it came from. And so warehouses and all kinds of businesses need pretty strong Wi-Fi. Can you talk about some of the trends you're seeing with Wi-Fi upgrades for businesses? Absolutely. And just a really, another really quick anecdote. I was, uh, I was in a car uh, when I was traveling a couple of months ago, and the driver asked me, he goes, well, what do you do for a living? I said, well, I work for Zebra. He goes, well, what is that? I said, you know, that's a very good question. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I said, you know, that's a really great question. I said, well, when you order something online and you press that submit button and that package or that thing that you've ordered gets to your front door, how do you think that happens? It magically happens, right? That is where technology takes its place. And that's where Zebra really plays. And that's where Wi-Fi really plays within the warehouse, within the distribution center. And again, this kind of goes back to the discussion we had earlier, Martha, around connectivity. And it's making sure that in these vast warehouses, and you've probably been in them, they're absolutely vast. The use of Wi-Fi, the implementation of Wi-Fi, the strong connectivity needed with Wi-Fi to enable devices and to enable these the workers that are actually doing all this for us, whether it it be a physical human being or whether it be a robot, an autonomous mobile robot, anything that is doing that work relies heavily on its Wi-Fi connectivity to make sure that the packages are being picked correctly, to make sure that the packages are being packed correctly, to make sure that they're being delivered correctly. So the trends we're seeing certainly in that area is... Again, it's all about making sure things are accurate. Remember we talked about the 4,000 packages per second? Well, that's great, but how many of those are being delivered correctly? How many returns are you seeing? We all return something, either because it doesn't fit, it's not what we wanted, it's incorrect, or it got packed incorrectly if you're doing buy online, pick up in store, which is another topic we can get to. But it's all about the accuracy. And that's where Wi-Fi really comes into play. If the device and the Wi-Fi are interacting correctly and they're getting it done correctly, packages getting done correctly, then we can eliminate and mitigate those errors and make sure that people are more happy. Okay, so yeah, that's, want... that's where customers are going. Go ahead. Sorry. Definitely. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, but I do want to get back to the buy online, pick up in store that, that you mentioned. I think you recently completed a global shopper study and have a lot to tell us about the way that retail is changing. Well, without question, the pandemic has changed retail a great deal. There are several retail customers who might not have thought about buy online, pick up in store, or curbside before the pandemic. Obviously, to be competitive and to be relevant, they have to do that now. So one of the main metrics of the shopper survey is trust among the retailers and making sure that the retailer is, again, you're getting the right, you're getting what you've asked for. You getting, you've given what you've ordered and what you've paid for correctly. So that was part of the shopper survey, but it's also along the lines of what are the retailers really trying to accomplish? They realize that unless they start the buy online, pick up and store, and this is past history, right? Because we've been doing this for, for two years now around buy online, pick up and store and curbside. 
consumers who might not have done this before are doing it now and they're getting accustomed to it and they're they're really getting they want choices obviously we all want choices i might want to go into the store and shop as i normally did or i'm in a hurry and i can utilize the convenience that i've encountered with buy online pick up and store i can get it curbside whatever i want but it's what the customer wants and retailers have to be flexible in order to meet all those customer demands and all those customer needs based on what the customer is looking for. So that was part of the shopper survey as well. But I can tell you that when the pandemic started at one of my local big box retailers, that the buy line pickup and store line within the store was 30 or 40 folks deep. Now, as we hope the pandemic is easing somewhat, I am seeing the opposite where the buy line pickup in store, I go right in there, I show my pickup uh, code, I get my thing and I'm out. I'm seeing more people physically in the store. But that was just the opposite, obviously, when the pandemic started. So retailers have to adjust to that. They have to be flexible to that. Yeah, and I think technology enables that. And another place where I think your devices have really had an impact is in the healthcare setting, which you mentioned earlier. And I think that you've also done some research around how the pandemic has changed healthcare and how Wi-Fi-enabled devices are part of that, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's really interesting because a lot of our healthcare devices, if you will, they have to have a certain surface to them, right? They have to be able to go into that certain facility. They have to have the ability to have the Wi-Fi connection that is protecting privacy. So going back to my analogy with the gentleman who used to work in a healthcare facility, yes, that Wi-Fi signal might be a little bit stronger, but keep in mind that many healthcare facilities have to be very, very cautious and careful about the devices that they're using. They have to be cautious and careful about the Wi-Fi that they're using, and they also have to be cautious about how those signals and how that information is being transmitted around the facility. So certainly Zebra takes a lot of care and pride in testing and making sure that our devices are meeting all those requirements in the healthcare industry. And certainly, unfortunately, with the pandemic, certainly healthcare has been front and center for many of our customers, certainly our bigger healthcare customers. And those are some of the needs that we are seeing and some of the needs that we're trying to make sure that we're servicing those customers as best we can. And what are some of the things that you're doing differently to serve those customers? One thing that we are really trying to do differently, and this is really more of a holistic answer, Martha, to your question, but we are really trying to implement and deploy a different way of asking our customers, what problem are you trying to solve? Before the pandemic, I met with customers face-to-face. I had a great job. I would go and meet with customers at their facility. We would do it at our headquarters, and now we're doing it digitally, of course. And one of the things that I always try to do with customers is I ask them, what problem are you trying to solve and how can technology help solve that problem for you? What keeps you up at night? Now, that's a very interesting question. It's a hard question to ask. It requires a lot of trust on the part of both parties. We as Zebra like to see ourselves as trusted advisors to our customers and our partners. And it also takes a lot of probing. You might be in a conversation with an individual or a customer for 45 minutes until you can get that answer. And once we get that answer, we take that back, whatever that answer might be. I'm I'm not going to go into details with regard to what some of our customers in the healthcare area have told us. 
But we take those back and we meet with our product teams, our engineering teams, our human factor teams who actually design the devices, our Wi-Fi teams, and find out what can we do differently? What should we be doing to meet this need that our customers are verbally telling us that we have to hit? Whether that's patient care, whether that's asset location, where are my beds? Where are my uh, carts on wheels? Where are my devices, right? Devices, devices are hold, you know, how many times do we lose our phone? Where's my phone? Can you imagine if you were a nurse practitioner and you relied on that device? So these are very important components that we have to take into consideration with our customers, specifically in the healthcare environment. Yeah. And I'm guessing that a lot of your customers look to you to sort of keep them up to date on what's going on with Wi-Fi. For example, the six gigahertz regulatory approvals, that's not something that the average business is probably keeping an eye on, but, but I'm sure you are. And I'm just wondering, do businesses understand what this could mean for them or do you sort of interpret that for them? There's a couple of different ways to look at that. And it runs both ways. Like any other business and any other enterprise, some customers are extremely knowledgeable about Wi-Fi. They're extremely knowledgeable about technology. Some aren't. So again, we like to act as that trusted advisor, not only to the, the more technologically educated customer, but also the customer who might not be in that same ballpark. So we try to act as the intermediate for both of those types of environments. We are always extremely excited about any new innovation that comes out of the Wi-Fi lines, any new certification, because that allows us as Zebra to service our customers better. So I can't see Wi-Fi getting any weaker. It's got to get stronger for all the reasons we've just been talking about here today. But yes, we have to play both sides of the street. We have to take care of those customers who are more knowledgeable and those customers who may not be. Right. And do you think that the opening up of six gigahertz will have a big impact on a lot of your customers? It depends on the customer. But I, I think absolutely yes. We service 90% of the Fortune 500 companies around the world. We have large customers and we have small customers. So one size does not fit all. But, you know, as I mentioned earlier, it's definitely something where we are always very, we value our partnership with the Wi-Fi Alliance and, and Wi-Fi in general because we have such a different customer base. But I do think that the folks who are looking at that at that new platform that new gigahertz is something that they're going to come to us and say, well, what about this zebra? Do you, do you have that? It's like, we have to be ready to answer those questions. Right. Well, if you serve 90% of the, of the fortune, would you say fortune 1000, Not, fortune 500? Well, I think, fortune I think the metric is, uh, yeah, I think it's 85 to 90% of the fortune 500 companies. Yes. Okay. Well, so I'm guessing that you probably have heard a lot about supply chain issues in the past year or two. Is there anything Wi-Fi is doing to help your customers manage supply chain issues? The supply chain challenges, and I, I read about this every day because it, it's really part of the business that I'm in. And where we see, you know, supply chain is such a, it's a general term. We've heard certainly in the news about the cargo ships off of Long Beach. There's so many of them. And we hear about labor shortages and we hear about, do we have enough power, man and woman power to make sure that we're able to get goods to where they need to be? I think in general, that is where supply chain bottlenecks are. Where Wi-Fi, where technology can come into play is all about the connectivity again. I keep harping upon that, but it's really one of the most critical components of Wi-Fi. 
If I'm unloading a container ship, I've got to be in communication. These are vast. You, you see what these ships look like. They're huge and the containers are very large. People are paying more for them, right? Companies, I think it was uh, two years ago, a container was $2,000 to ship across the Pacific and now it's $20,000. So there's a lot of money that is being put on by customers to make sure that their goods get to where they need to go. If you have people who are unloading the container ships that have mobile computers, that have optimal Wi-Fi connectivity, they're able to communicate better. They're able to get those containers unloaded faster, get them into a tractor trailer faster so the tractor trailer can leave the port, go to a rail yard, make sure that the rail yard takes that material and those assets off and gets it delivered to the warehouses to where it needs to be. All of that that I just described, Wi-Fi is absolutely crucial to making sure that happens. And frankly, forgive me, I, I sound biased, but I think this is where technology really has to come into play and where I think a lot of companies need to make those investments, strategic investments, to make sure that they're using technology to the best way we can. Now, connectivity is, is a great part of that. If I have connectivity at the port where those container ships are coming in, if I have connectivity in the tractor trailers and the drivers who are driving those tractor trailers, if I have connectivity in the rail yard, with the people who are unloading the tractor trailers to go to the rail yard, if I have connectivity in the warehouse, when assets are coming in, think about the efficiency. Think about the efficacy, the efficiency. Think about the productivity that can be enhanced if we just deploy as much as we can around technology. It's not perfect. We understand that. But I think with the enhancements that the Wi-Fi Alliance and Wi-Fi 6 is going to bring, and even future enhancements that Wi-Fi is going to bring, we're going to see more of this efficiency and this productivity. And efficiency and productivity lead to greater profitability. It leads to happier customers. It leads to more profitable companies. So I think that's how supply chain, technology, and Wi-Fi can all work together to really, <laughs> I hate to sound so holistic, make us a better planet and make us better people. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a stretch. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm an optimist. What can I tell you? Okay. Excellent. All right. Before we finish, I'd like to just step back and ask kind of a bigger picture question. We hear so much these days about the push towards mobile computing, Windows running eventually on ARM-based devices and just computers not being stationary anymore. And you're very much at the forefront of this. So specifically with Wi-Fi, how does Wi-Fi play into the mobile computing trend? Wi-Fi is an integral... We've talked about this since the beginning of, of our discussion here today, Martha. Wi-Fi is without question one of the most integral parts of a hardware solution. At Zebra, we have been known as a hardware company for the past 51 years. We like to think we're doing a pretty good job. We are making that migration over to more of a hardware, software, and solutions company. We call it Enterprise Asset Intelligence, which is really made up of the components of Sense, Analyze, Act, and Outcomes. Because Enterprise Asset Intelligence in and of itself is quite a mouthful, so we like to break it up. But our devices Sense Data. We're looking to invest in companies that analyze and act upon the data that's being 
collected by those devices via Wi-Fi, via scanning or RFID tags or anything that's being generated. And then we want to take that information and produce what we call really golden nuggets from the data and provide that information and that, that insight to our customers that they may not have seen before or heard of before. We have many customers that come to us and say, Zebra, we've got all this data. We don't know what to do with it. We don't know what it says. Can you help us? So that's where mobile computing, that's where Wi-Fi comes into play because it's really the two largest pieces of the puzzle, but there's so much more to the 500-piece puzzle that's out there, right? Yeah, absolutely. So with all this data processing, are you talking about on the device itself or an edge-based server nearby or some of each? What does that look like? All the above. It might be we've recently made acquisitions along the lines of predictive analytics, where it's collecting data from a mobile computer. It might be collecting data from a point of sale type of environment. But all that information is data. We've all heard about the Wi-Fi connected refrigerator and the Wi-Fi connected toaster oven. We have those things now. You know, five, six years ago, that was that was a pipe dream. Now it is reality. There was even a commercial I saw, I think it was with a comedian who was going in his kitchen and all of his devices were talking to him. Well, it's true. It's true. I, I've seen it. But it, it's funny. But at the same time, you're like, wow, how is this happening? And it just sort of happened. We've talked about it and now here it is. Right. So. Yeah. The future is creeping up on us for sure. Oh, for sure. All right, Matt Kowalski, Senior Manager of Business Operations in the Office of the CTO at Zebra Technologies. Thank you so much for being here on The Signal. Martha, it was a pleasure speaking with you. And again, thanks to the Wi-Fi Alliance for this opportunity. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. And that is our show. Thanks, as always, for listening to The Signal. Don't forget to check the show notes for links to all the resources we discussed today. As always, for all things Wi-Fi, check out Wi-Fi Alliance, that's y-fi.org, wi-fi.org, or connect with us on social. Until next time, I'm Martha DeGrasse, and this has been The Signal. Thank you so much for listening.